Hi friends, this is Lisa Purdy and I'm here to talk to you about professional development. I am uniquely suited for this because I am the first ever pharmacy professional development practitioner in the U.S. My job is modeled to follow the MPD, Nursing Professional Development Practitioner. AMPD has been around for 30 years and oftentimes in hospital settings you've seen nurse educators, but if you have an MPD you know that that is way more than that. As a professional development practitioner, we cover six key areas, onboarding and on orientation, competency management, education, role development, collaborative partnership, and then research evidence-based practice and quality improvement. These are known as the big six as coined by Greta Price. This season, we are to dive into all things professional development and what it looks like to build a program like this from scratch. I'll give you the information that I have as why I think this is the direction healthcare is going and how you can show a return on investment by providing a program like this in your hospital that will elevate the practice of your technicians and your pharmacists. Hey friends, today I'm going to do a brief overview for one-on-one -on -one meetings. If you remember from last episode, this was an important piece in the role development section of um, the big six that we continue to talk about. One-on-one -on -one meetings really allow you to get to know your team members a lot better. It's designed to be more relaxed. Um, if you think about it, this could be a scheduled meeting, but more of like, let's have coffee like you would with maybe a friend or, um, you know, just sitting across the table um, and enjoying each other's company in a sense. Think, have that in, in mind when you're doing these, okay? That'll really set up um, the way it feels, I guess, and how it flows. Um, when I first started, this position was brand new to pharmacy, right? So I was still creating the role development pathways. I didn't want to lose time waiting on my completion of those, especially since I was wanting to vet those through my leadership team, and they really needed the time as well. But I had a pretty decent idea of what they were going to look like already, so I didn't have to hold back on getting to know my staff yet. Um, plus, I think getting to know your staff will help cultivate what those should look like anyway. So these one-on-one -on -one meetings were a great additional piece to my already, like, my process of environmental scanning, um, where I got to really use the time to kind of fine-tune any of the swats I had on the different pieces of the big six buckets, okay? So if you want to know more about those SWATs, um, you can I can refer you to some of these other episodes that discuss that. Um, but this is a good kind of final icing piece, you know, in that initial assessment. So for all these reasons, and knowing I was brand new, uh, I set out to meet everyone on a personal level. Uh, I scheduled 30-minute meetings. I wanted to ask questions they gave um, that gave me really a tone of who these team members really were. And not just really at work, but at life. Um, I wanted to know what mattered to them and I wanted to see what was important to them. So I started off with things that were very generic. Tell me about yourself and what brings you joy. I was that generic and broad. And yes, most people did say that they wondered if they walked into an interview, but everyone answered this differently. They really took their own spin on things and I would be able to ask um, what they liked about their jobs or what they felt strongest in. Um, I really wanted to ask if they had any short-term or long-term goals. Do they have a mentor, either for personal or for work-related things? And then I asked about, you know, professional organizations or if they were in any committees. 
You know, I just wanted to take time and figure out from a surface view what they what were they were about, what was important to them, and what, you know, maybe a little bit about their story. Um, this is great information that I was able to pull from, especially when I did round on the team. You know, you want to show how important every person is. So taking notes and trying to review those can help you pull some of those pieces back into conversations when you see them. This actually allows you to connect with people because you remember them. They start to shine, realizing that you don't just remember their name, but their families or their pets. You remember the hobby they love or the places they go. You are connecting with them on a deeper level. And that builds trust. So I will say that I do get it wrong. I totally get it wrong. Uh, And I can be embarrassed. (laughs) But so far, even when I failed, it's only helped prove that I care about them and that I'm human. Um, Most leaders should probably try to be very transparent about who they are. And so I'm going to be very realistic with you that this is not something I am awesome at. (laughs) Um, For example, I'm not very good at remembering names. Um, Most of the time I can remember what they said. I can remember, you know, how they made me feel, or I can remember a story that they told or something that impacted them, but their specific names, that takes me some time. I always have to connect their their name to something that I can, that helps me bring back a memory. So I tend to need to ask their name a few times. And thank God we wear name badges at work, right? Um, so when I people see people, I tend to love saying their name because it is important to me. And think about it. You know, if you go to your favorite coffee shop or and the barista knows your name when you walk in the door or takes time to uh, say it while they're in conversation with you, you tend to feel more connected or valued. If they also remember your typical order or something unique about you, it elevates the experience. This is why I put an emphasis on taking the time to do this. All right, well, this is an area I'm weak in, so sometimes I lack confidence until I know their name. You know, like, I really know that I know. (laughs) Um, One time I thought, no, you know what? I don't need to second guess this. I know this person's name is Kimberly, so I'm just going to say it. Hi, Kimberly. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Your name is not Kimberly. It's Caitlin. Oh, okay. Oops. <laughs> I got the first letter right. Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> the next time I saw them, I actually had some new hires with me, and I was going to need to introduce them to her and vice versa. And so, um, I was like, Hey, Kate. Oh, I saw it on her face immediately. You actually prefer Caitlin, don't you? I'm so sorry that I did that. You don't shorten it at all. Do you? Okay, guys, (laughs) this is Caitlin. I did it right in front of everybody. Oh my goodness. I know that She was super kind about it, and I'm sure it was really frustrating. You know, like, her face just looked like, man, she got it wrong again. Um, Especially for getting it after I've already had a one-on-one meeting with her. Like, that's really embarrassing. (laughs) Um, But you know what? I know her name now, and I am not going to forget it. (laughs) I think um, now that I know her more, I think she probably appreciated me trying rather than avoiding her or avoiding saying it because um, that makes it awkward and cheap feeling. Um, but 
yeah, anyway, that's just to show you that you're going to get it wrong um, in some way. <laughs> um, but back to one-on-one meetings. Um, so after I get some information about them, um, I move into discussing my role. So the big six, the areas I cover, right? So orientation, onboarding, competency management, research, collaborative partnership, education, and role development. So with this position being so new, it does help to bring it up more often uh, if you can. Um, I think I talk about role development and then I can talk about um, how these pathways can really be incorporated, okay? So I explain this is how I can really help them. Uh, in the first meeting, I decided to still ask about, you know, like what one or two pathways were you most interested in uh, and explain how the process would work, you know, for us. Uh, and that might look differently for you, but, you know, I explained, you know, I'll meet with you now, I'll meet with you, you know, the cadence will be winter and summer. Um, these are the pathways. We'll probably combine some things, but only take one or two pieces of each one at any time, like small bites, not large chunks and reevaluate things, you know, that kind of stuff. So, um, we kind of discussed what the pathways were, um, overall. And based on what they said, I took notes for actionable items that I could do on their behalf. Um, and this might be setting up additional training and something, setting up connections to mentors, providing a resource they needed, sending them some information on a certification program, you get the idea. So these are actually very basic beginning pieces, but they get the ball rolling and they make them feel invested in. So I knew my role development plans well enough to know that these were the kind of things I could start with uh, that would help them lead down the right paths to get them somewhere, okay? The formal second meeting or first, depending on if those other team members really didn't take time to meet with you before, um, then when the pathways were actually made, I still started off with, how are you doing? What's going well? Is there anything you need from me? Do you have any new certifications or new mentors or new opportunities I didn't know about? Like, are they publishing? Do they have a new speaking event? You know, what's on their, their grid? Um, it could also be family related. So wanting to take time for that too. I think it's really important to look at them as a whole person and not just in their career because all of it gets affected and we shouldn't um, compartmentalize people. We should really look at them fully. Okay. I do ask about any new certifications and all those opportunities that we talked about. Um, and then I remind them that last time we discussed the one to two pathways that they shared an interest in. And then I find out like, is that still applicable to them? And we kind of go over what we did since then. So if I talked to them six months ago and we said, you know, we're going to look at the certification program by now, I should already know whether they looked at it and what their answer was and if they're going to go for it. Um, if they're going to try to shadow somebody or get new training in between those meetings, I should have set up time with their manager to get them those experiences. So, or connected them with the right mentors, that type of thing. So I review those little pieces. Usually I do it beforehand, but I do like to bring it up with them so that they are on the same page. And then we'll continue to, um, talk through and say, okay, is this, are we still on the right path or do we need to pivot? And, you know, were those actionable items accomplished or do we need to do more with them? Okay. So then as you look forward to other meetings in the future, you're going to use the same process. Look over your notes, follow through with anything that you've created as an action plan for yourself and build on it. 
that will get you in the right direction and that will provide that momentum. And it also gives you, every time you speak with them, you'll have more you can talk with them when you see them in the department and check in with them. You know what I mean? So whenever I meet with team members for role development, I also fill out my charts outlining my progress. So this is a useful um, tracking tool for return on investment. And I also use it for my emails to summarize our discussion and any kind of homework either one of us are taking from those meetings. Um, That doesn't have to be done that day. Those those logs or emails, they don't. Um, Just make sure you get to them that week. Um, It can be just when you have time, but don't forget about it, okay? Otherwise, um, I do try to get to my emails about a day or two, but sometimes it is a week later. Um, to allow them that I'm still thinking on some of the same things that we discussed and to remind them um, what we had planned. And hopefully at that point, they've already started uh, thinking through their aspect of what they're going to be doing with whatever actionable items you gave them. Okay, so um, then I use that Excel and tracking their progress. It'll also remind me what to follow up with on who, when, so like if a month or so down the road if you know someone's working on a project they're going to be publicizing like I have little notes that tell me that I check in on once a month and say okay follow up with this person on blah 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 blah. okay and that's a really good like project management tool is find out ways that help remind you to take care of certain things when and what the priority level is um that'll go a long way All right, so the key to role development really is relationship building and spending time with your team members. Um, The more that you can do this and do it well, the more successful this section of the big six really will be, and that will funnel into the other ones. I think things like orientation and onboarding or research, education, and competency, those are all foundational, okay? But role development is the secret sauce. It's, It's really what makes the role of the pharmacy professional development practitioner it makes that an important factor to employee satisfaction, retention, and patient safety because it's really the glue that holds it all together, okay? Well, thanks for listening, guys. If you like this type of content, please subscribe, leave a review, or click some stars. This really helps others find the podcast and hopefully help them be inspired with all things professional development. Um, also, uh, if you wouldn't mind, share this with a couple of people and just see if they like the content. Feel free to reach out to me. You can find me, Lisa Purdy, on LinkedIn. Um, And make sure to listen in next week as we impact the world of pharmacy with professional development. Bye.